0: This is the Two African Girls Review Podcast, reviewing black and brown films, TV, and more. I am Soki. And I'm Bira. Let's get into it. All right, we are back with another movie review. Another. This This is is the first first movie review. Right. So we're back with the movie review. And the movie is Tell Us What It Is. So today we are reviewing the movie Glamour Girls on Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. We literally just watched it like 30 minutes ago. Yeah, we just finished it. Yeah. And it got released like yesterday. I yeah, okay. yesterday? Yeah. But it's it's less than a week old on Netflix. So yeah, it's less than two days old. Oh. I first heard of Glamour Girls, I think about a month ago. Yeah. I was on YouTube and then I saw... Because you know when you watch a trailer of Netflix, mm-hmm. the next time you go on YouTube, on your homepage, it will recommend other things from Netflix. So that's why I first saw the trailer. And the trailer was, you know, it was portraying this glamorous life. All the leading ladies are like... Todd Sharon, Miss Etim. Yes. It has uh, um, Token, Miss Dumas, you know, like All the Instagram buddies. <laughs> so like, it seemed that it seemed that was going to be translated into the movie. So I was really excited to watch it. But now, after watching the movie, I have different thoughts. So this is what we're going to be talking about today. You want to start? Right. Um. So yeah. We're going to put the details of you know who the director is and so forth in the Show description. Us, yeah, so we have our main characters, who yeah, is Dona, who is Miss Etim. I'm saying Mister Etim. I don't know how to pronounce the other part of the name. <laughs> I fear I will not pronounce it correctly. Nse Ipe Etim, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> K and P becomes if, like uh, a. A strong B sound, almost. Not really. You know what? If we listen to a demonstration, and you we find you're saying it wrong. I'm mm. sorry. Listen. So we you know we just say Miss Atim. So we have Miss Atim. She's the main character. She's a great actress. I love her. Yeah. And then we have Emma, who is played Sharon by Uja. Yes. And then we have Gemma, who's played by Miss Jocelyn. Yes, Jocelyn. Donuts. I hope you're pronouncing the names correctly. Mm-hmm. Of course, we have some other characters, but those are, like, the main ones. So it starts off where we see Donna is, like, uh, she gave pimp vibes. She's, like, a high-end pimp. That's the best way I I can describe the character. Yeah, yeah. And then we learn that she has um an interior design firm. Yeah. So guys, most of you are going to be listening to this because you already watched, watched it. it. We just have thoughts. We're not going to follow. We're not going to what is it called a recap of the yeah, movie. Yeah. We're not going to do a recap of following like scene from scene because let me tell you those scenes are cut weird and the flow. First of all, calm down. Okay, let's you know <laughs> I think let's do what did we love about this movie. Okay. Let's start there. Yeah. You know, I mean, if anything that's on Netflix that's from the continent, of course I will champion until I watch it. Yeah, but so I was we'll watch excited it. to watch this one because I was like, "Yay, another movie from Nigeria!" And you know, it's showing glamorous lives, and I was excited to watch that. Well, one. You know what? Just as a rule, we will watch anything that is African on yeah, Netflix, definitely, unless it's like super bad, like really, really bad, like, <laughs> like Amina. No, like like um. Uh, <laughs> Chief Daddy, <laughs> oh my God, Chief Daddy too. Oh God, but listen, no, you lot is moving. <laughs> unless it's really man of God, unless it's like awful, awful. You know what? I can't even laugh anymore because we even watched the awful of the awful. The scarcity is bad. We will take anything. Yeah, we'll eat it up. Which is bad because these people know that, and now they're starting to release nonsense. Anyway, ah, uh, continue. You were saying. Yeah, but but you know what? We're still talking about the good parts, yeah. yeah so I was parts. really looking forward to watching that. I will say that the fashion, you know, they never miss with the fashion. The fashion was exceptional. Like, <laughs> yes. One thing Nigerians will do is really dress well in films, not only in films. Like in, <laughs> they will generally dress. they really know how to tailor clothes to um to fit their different body types, and I really love that. So of course, fashion wise, the movie really ate. like, of course it was glamour. So the clothes were supposed to portray a glamorous life even um Emma Emma the main character mm-hmm. like you could see it started from when she was obviously she was from the ends what <laughs> from she was coming up yes yeah you know like climbing the social ladder and you could see her clothes change and with every step and, and the, the makeup, makeup she got. change and the makeup yeah the makeup really even the hair changed all oh, those bundles yeah mm-hmm. so I really appreciate the fact that they put a lot of effort in dressing. But they always do. They really do. It's like dressing, they never really go wrong with that. Yeah. Which is really great. Which other thing did you like about the movie? I liked that. <laughs> this is actually... I don't know if the message came across proper. But in the end, they they showed us that women stuck together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They I looked out that. for each yeah, other. Yeah. They didn't throw... I mean, it happened at some points, but at the end, they were able to circle back and say, you know what? We we'll look after each other. There's nobody who's going to do that for us. So I I like that they portrayed that unity. Mm-hmm. You know, they have normal conflict, but they were able to resolve those things. Mm-hmm. Because if we're being honest, all the guys, you know, like you're in this horrible situation mm-hmm. and then there's this guy who comes to save you. Mm-hmm. It's like the recurring theme in the movie was even the guys who are coming to save you are shit. shit. That's and true. at one point their behavior or character is going to reveal itself mm-hmm. so the fact that they stuck together as women was really good it's a good message to send out yeah which is um, I think I feel like it's a rarity for movies to end on that note because they always make it seem like you're your worst like women are their worst enemies mm-hmm. which other part did you like Um, another favorite thing I liked the pictures <laughs> what pictures I mean the camera quality the lighting it was really good uh, but that's a given I mean you know what it's so odd some points I don't know if they used people with a background in the music video industry. Yes, it was giving parts, very much music video it, vibes. Yes, that is so true. Some parts looked like it was a music video waiting to happen. <laughs> like the part at the at the race track, mm-hmm. at some track where they had these cars, it looked like a music video. Some of the yacht parts were yeah, in, in the water. In it looks like a music video. And then the part which has um, what's his name? Alexander and the character... That Miss Dumas Jocelyn plays um Gemma yeah, their part looks like a sensual RB <laughs> music video scene from a music video yeah yes. that is so and, true. and and I think the thing um oh God I worry already negatives we're supposed to be in positives you know what <laughs> individually the positives is individually some of those scenes are really well lit mm-hmm. and well shot too yes do you have another positive I'm still thinking. <laughs> See, this is our problem. We have to think. Uh, look, I'll say another positive is acting. Yes. I think the actors are really great. Miss Atim, who plays Donna. I like... She's a great actor. Generally, she is a yes, really good yes. actor. I like seeing the different sides of her. I think she portrayed... The, the boss lady really well. <laughs> yeah. Like, she gave very much pimp vibes. Then she gave, um like, a, like a confidant, like a friend. A, she was able to, like show different sides like i'm running things i am a friend also i am a mentor like she played all those well and i like the way she was shifting from like her different accents Mm -hmm. in different. yeah it was nice to see her speaking pigeon at some point because it's very rare i don't really hear her speaking oh yeah yeah this uh, for me in the stuff that i've watched with her Mm -hmm. it was it it's rare for me to hear her speaking in pigeon so it was interesting to see that i i think that the actors did the best they could with with what they they had what they were given Mm -hmm. and how they were directed do you have another positive i was gonna say the actors were good obviously sharon really played that role really well you know like from like a stripper to like this high-end escort Mm -hmm. to being with that man Mm -hmm. Mm shege yeah she really pray like the transition from her being uh you know like a Low class air quotes, stripper to like this fancy girl. She played that transition really well. Even the mannerisms, yeah. um, the screaming. <laughs> yeah, her scream. Yeah, that was really good. Generally the, the acting, I don't really have a problem with the acting. Is I think like you say the directing was but see this is the thing though. Before we even say anything negative, which we have already done, mm-hmm. I understand it's hard to make a movie. Yeah, of course. We understand it takes a lot of work. In COVID time. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of like... um, It's a lot of work, generally. And we understand that we're not shitting on the directors in any way. But I think some things... Could have been done better. And therefore... Very much so. We transition into what could have been done better. Okay. Oh, yeah. go. I have plenty. <laughs> so the first thing I have is the way the movie itself was promoted the tone of the content in the movie does not match the tone or the way it was promoted yeah because when you see the trailer glamour girls when you see the cover on Netflix itself, there's an inconsistency. It's they're dealing with some really dark subjects. Very du- yes, that's the thing. Like people being taken advantage of, people hustling in any way they can to get money. Jocelyn's character who is Gemma is because um because healthcare was failing her. Mm-hmm. She couldn't afford healthcare for her husband, so she had you know, she had to go back into the thing. Then they're also dealing with the son who was sexually abused mm-hmm. by the part there's some really dark themes that they are dealing with or that they are addressing in this in this movie and it there's such a dissonance a really big one with the tone in the writing in the acting some of the things are just glossed over yeah that's true like they glossed over the whole you know she had drug use yeah, issues hell hell Hellion. Hell yeah. She had drug use issues. They just brushed that over. And until like it reached a point where like you know the point of no return which is Mm death. So that was it's like no one helped her Mm -hmm. at all in any way. I don't know. They kind of brushed it aside. Then the whole thing of the child of Gemma. Gemma. yeah, They kind of brushed that over too. They also brushed over the fact that these girls have to enter into this work. Not like, you know, the character of Emma. Mm-hmm. She had to enter it because she needed... She needed money. And also the, f- the part, you know, like... To make something, like, a way... She needs to make a way to live. Yeah, like, in the beginning. Movie. Even the in the beginning. Because usually, you know, when a movie starts, mm-hmm. it starts by showing you the glamorous part and you're like, hey, mama. And then the more you watch <laughs> it, you're like... Eh. Maybe not, but I feel like even from the beginning, Mm -hmm. it showed that guy, what was his name? Zeribe? Mm -hmm. Taking advantage of Emma. Yes. Like he he pulled that whole stunt because he wanted to feel and touch her body. So that alone, I guess, goes to show that some of these professions are really predatory. Even when they look, they may seem glamorous to the outside eye. Mm -hmm. It's not as glamorous as it looks. They didn't deal with... uh sub so like because it had a lot of heavy themes they didn't take time yeah to flesh it out yeah they did not and we had a lot of footage of because it had potential i always say it has potential. It <laughs> had, there was a lot of time that was wasted on we kept seeing people dancing people uh, screaming footage of people walking time that could be devoted to To, you know, like digging into the characters, digging into some of the issues they're addressing. I feel like they showed us more of like the external part of glamour. Like, you know, the dressing up, the makeup, the hair, the perfume, the shoes, the the boats, Mm -hmm. the planes. Like, yeah, we saw that. But then we wanted to get to like the meat of the matter. There was a writing problem. There was also, uh, I feel, a directing problem. Cause some there were some parts which felt comedic. Oh yeah, like which part? The parts which had who's the assistant? The assistant's name, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Like the conversations Tommy had with some of the girls, the women mm-hmm. who were working under Donna. Uh, some of the conversations he had with Emma's character played by Sharon. They were very comedic in nature. Not that those people don't make jokes and what you know and all that stuff, but it, what the vibe of it did not. The vibe of the entire movie was off. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like you're dealing with some really, really sh- dark stuff. And then you're making jokes in the next. So maybe pacing and also placement of scenes. And then yeah, like and then this I... scene, you're laughing and making some jokes about something. Next, somebody's be, being assaulted. I, I, you get uh-huh, uh-huh. It doesn't make sense. And then we saw Emma's family once. Yeah, that is true. And then we never saw them again. And then also another thing which I, I get pissed with, like you can use flashbacks. They're very, sometimes they can be really like powerful, innovative mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. ways to tell us the story. Especially like aha, to build more on the story. Right. Especially the story between Donna and Gemma. I yes. Feel like it's like, it's clear they have a friendship, almost a sisterhood. But like, I think it would have been good to kind of have flashbacks of what caused the rift between them. Because now Gemma wants to come back and she's asking Donna for help. So I feel like we didn't even really understand the relationship there. They glossed over that too. And in the end, it's like Donna would do anything to protect Gemma. But then we don't understand why. Yeah. They just told us sister. But then like, that's I feel like that was not enough. They needed to flesh that out. Mm-hmm. Also, they needed to flesh out, you know, um Emma's family. They just showed us the family once. Then they used these flashbacks. I feel like that's lazy storytelling like they could have structured it some yeah. better because like like when they were running out of time they just started giving us flashbacks of the family like you could have done that in a different way so writing and directing the tones the, the tone of the movie is very off and also how lucy left Just like that, Lucy and Tommy. They just left like that, that's true. Which doesn't make sense, because Lucy, remember the husband has given her an ultimatum? You have to send me money to take care of the kids. That's true. So how is she going to find that money? And they just took her kids. I know, but the the theme is hustling, so of course she'll find her way. But at least it would have been better for them to kind of let us know what she's going to be doing. Because the stakes are high, her children. Yeah. You can't just let her walk out and then we don't really know what that character does after it's a bit off. They better not make a tool like Chief Daddy gone. <laughs> okay. The, the thing is, I like the movie because they dealt with... These are realities for some people. Yeah, that is true. I don't think they did it justice. It could have been better. Yes. I do like, though, that they added that part of where they go for testing. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. We we'll had to guess what they're testing for. They just said, you're all clear. Okay, clear for what? COVID. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, they need to tell us that these people are testing for STIs. You need to be clear. Uh, but you know what? I don't. I do like that they gave her a condom. That's good. Practice safe sex. That too part good. was weird, though. I yeah, weird. why does she I use her husband? But before we go there, <laughs> another thing that really pissed me off is the placement of the music. The choice, ah! the choice, horrible, and the placement, horrible. Okay. The music can be weird, <laughs> like the previous movie we was. Like, what kind of sound is this? Which movie was that? The Australia, not Al-Qaeda, Saddam Hussein. (laughs) Ali's wedding. (laughs) Okay. See, the the choice of music can be bad. But I feel like if the choice is bad and the placement is bad, it really makes a weird combo. Because I feel like they had a deal with Larry Gaga. (laughs) They kept on playing a lot of Larry Gaga songs. But the thing is, some songs were not really fitting for some scenes. And then this, it's like out of the blue, the song just starts and ends. It's like what, what is going on? Like there's no, what is this thing called? It's editing is also horrible because the song just starts like outright really loud. Like, yes, that's what I'm saying. And then it also ends just abruptly. abruptly. It's like it. There's no build up. There's no climax. There's no um, what is this thing called? It's not like it's not like, ambient. Because usually when, when random the, when the music is good, you won't even notice it. It will go so well with the themes, you won't even notice that they are playing a song. But this one, you could notice a song is starting and a song is ending. And I, I think they were trying to do this. You know, sometimes uh, people choose between score and using music for most of the score. Mm-hmm. Do you? I don't yeah, know I, I get it, what you but mean. But did you do you remember hearing any score I sounds? Don't. They were like using music mm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Probably could have just gotten a person to score this, because that's the thing the vibe the tone of this movie is so disjointed it's so like serious but then the music is is so off for some scenes why are you playing psycho yp at some parts i love him (laughs) but why are they playing the music was that's the worst you know, I'm not even going to say that's the worst because we have Chief Daddy too. <laughs> listen. <laughs> you are moving, but... <laughs> which is what I was saying. I feel like they spent more on the outside appearance of glamour and then the story and all the other parts that make up the whole movie were secondary. Because yes, it's glamour. We saw it all. We saw the cars. We saw the clothes, the hair, the makeup, the shoes, the bags. We saw it, the houses. But then... I feel like that was it like everything else was secondary mm. in a way so like the music the story itself the editing the pacing The oh, pacing is horrible and then the the edits of different scenes you know just like the music so abrupt and mm-hmm. random mm-hmm. even the scenes yeah there was it's like it didn't feel very seamless at all it did not I don't know if people had to work remotely, but it did not work. <laughs> um, it was not seamless at all. It felt very disjointed. The tone disjointed, editing of music disjointed. Let me tell you, another thing is sound. Right. Some parts were so loud. Yes. Some parts were like so I'm struggling to listen, to like hear what, what they're, they're saying. saying. Oh, horrible. And then sometimes the music comes on so loud. So you're like, wait a minute, what is happening? Then let's talk about that usb matter at ah, the end ah, right, No, no. Sense, bro. No. i know those usbs we used to use them in uni <laughs> <laughs> maybe they had a deal with sandisk listen guys that's that's exactly i'll keep repeating this i feel like they spent so much on everything else that is glamour and they forgot because how do you use sandisk on an apple laptop i'm say, i'm not saying you can't use it but if you're going to be with the whole glamour theme stick yeah. like also, no I'm, I'm a bit confused how do you transfer money on usbs I have no look idea. i'm not smart i don't know finance i don't know banking cryptocurrency i do not <laughs> know any of nft nonsense i don't but i don't know how you can put 10 billion on one usb on this how does that work of... something that had to be guys educators we don't know do you understand this in the last part no but that's the thing okay let's say it works but why a sun disk? The, th- the least you could have done, yeah, mm. is spray paint that sun disk a gold color. I don't yes. know, too much, the whole glamour theme. Because the the USB that was in his pendant, the thing he was wearing in his chest, uh-huh. that was matching. Yeah. When he said it's something billion-dollar shape, uh-huh. yeah, I believed that. But then when they started showing us sun disks, I was like, but guys, no. <laughs> hey, this movie is directed by a man. <laughs> <laughs> You can say it. (laughs) No, no, no. Is it written by a man? Directed by a man? This movie is like a poster of men are trash. Ah! Right. Let's talk about that part. Begin. (laughs) First of all, yeah, like I said in the beginning, it's like these girls are in like horrible situations Mm -hmm. and the person they are going to to help turns out to be equally horrible it's just a matter of time Mm -hmm. and i feel like that was the recurring theme for all the most of the men in this whole thing because we had who who was the first person um zeribe zeribe was trash from the beginning from the get-go i saw it and then the person she ended up with, the person um Emma ended up with, yeah. Shaggy, yeah. who also ended up being a really horrible person, Alexander. Yeah. Oh horrible. my god, Alexander. Also, while we're at it, hmm. what is that weird scene where Donna made <laughs> Emma sleep with her husband while she was watching? Is it some kind of kink? I need to understand. I mean, if it's a kink, okay. Do not kink shame. Okay. But she but makes was, people practice on her. That was... Is it a deal she made with her husband? That man, he was because so... the man is very disgruntled. Do you notice how he disappeared at the in the latter part of the movie? <laughs> he disappeared. We don't know what happened to him after. Because cause for me, it gave the impression that... But they... the man was fine. Anyway. <laughs> yes. It gave the impression that they have a deal. Mm-hmm. for him to be her husband he does not look happy in that marriage he doesn't but then he was very quick to agree to sleep with emma yeah that's so strange do you think it's kind of like these people like you know what was in hustle hustler hustle what's the movie with jaylo hustle. huh? hustlers mm-hmm. maybe it's kind of like what's happening in the movie maybe they got together when she used to work and then these people who are clients they think that if they get with you they're going to have that kind of life they don't realize you're a human being and what how they met you is that's your occupation yeah, like it's, you separate work from life. Yeah. So they think. Because I don't understand. See, that's the thing. Also, bad, bad writing, storytelling. Why was he disgruntled? We never learned why. Yeah, we didn't know why. We just assumed that he's disgruntled because she's a sex worker. Which is weird because to agree to have married her, you would have. You would no, have no. know what she does. Also, let's talk about this asshole who was receiving money from this woman who was hustling. If you live in Nigeria. And I live in UK. We're supposing if Pretty Patel does not move mad. <laughs> and then you are sending me money. I must be making good money. I will yeah. even wonder why am I in the UK? You know, that part of the story does not make sense. Yeah, actually, if your even... wife could make money to send you when you are in outside even... countries. They didn't even tell us what country he was in. No, they did not. Why are you even there? Come back. Maybe he was in Lebanon. You think he was in Lebanon? Everybody went to Lebanon. Do they like black people in Lebanon? I don't know. They don't <laughs> Lebanon. They don't like blacks in the Arabs. Oops. If there's anybody who is identifying as an Arab, accept it. There's racism.
1: <laughs> it is what it is. It is.
0: But seriously, that part was odd. Yeah, because that's actually dumb. If, you're, if I'm in the Londons and you're sending me money, why that money that I can use in London, that will be enough as pounds? Why would I not come back? Also, why did he go there in the first place? Exactly. It seems she sent him there so that she can continue doing this work. Her work. But that's the thing. Nothing made. Maybe it was supposed to be a a limited series. Because every woman's story was different. We needed to know. Yes. You know, like an anthology. Yeah. Because Gemma's story, we still didn't know much about her. We knew she broke a vow with Donna, mm-hmm. but we don't know what that vow was. We don't really know The vow that is detail. falling in love with your client. Oh. Hey, but Gemma, Gemma has a weakness for falling in love with clients. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not funny. We're not victim blaming, but, <laughs> but see, it needed to be an anthology. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it. We needed to do every episode, one character. Mm-hmm. Do you remember there's a uh, Tanzanian movie we watched? Yes, yes. What's I the name of it? it? Like it will start and then when it ends, it transitions into another person's story. That was so beautifully done. What was the name of that I movie? I don't remember. By the name to give East Africans money, Netflix. Ah, I smell a bias. As uh, I said, ah, there's the Kenyan series that is coming up. We are going to review it as well. Yeah. So after you finish reviewing the other ones. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Keep following. Um, just. Wherever you're listening from, follow so that you'll get updates. We're going to review that too. But then to give East Africans money, that Tanzanian movie was so well done. It was really nice. They needed to do an anthology, do one episode maybe. Was it an anthology or a movie? It, it was, was a movie. movie. And I'm imagine, really like and that's like five characters they were able to tie that together. Yeah, I like the way they used to transition from one woman's story to yeah. another woman. Yeah, that was really nicely done oh man they needed to do that for them like do a one scene, like everybody we needed to know what who, how did donna enter into this business business and how did I she get seen. to where she is it's like the the what is it called the the business was interior designing yeah fronted an interior design and then, firm and then pimping was like the underground actual work she was doing mm-hmm so like we needed to know how that started and how she has like big ticket clients exactly. And then we need to know how um who um Gemma was to her how they became like really almost sisters. Mm-hmm. They they allude to that. Mm-hmm. How did they become that? They said Gemma used to be the bad, you know, the OG. Yeah, she used to date presidents and stuff. Yeah, like we needed to know what that was about. We needed to know how this her the one she fell in love with that caused the rift between. Her and And Donna. What we actually do not know what his health condition is. Was, yeah. Because he died. She put him off life support. Also, I'm wondering what kind of life support that is. He was not intubated or anything. He just had like an oxygen mask. Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, He watched too much medical drama. (laughs) COVID taught us a lot of things. (laughs) You got to be on life support and you're just on one oxygen mask. How are his lines pushing the air out? Me never Maybe. knew that. Maybe he could breathe by himself. I don't know. He was in a coma. We that's the thing. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know the full story of Donna. We don't know the full story of Emma, Gemma, Louise, all these women, the story of Helion, like and she kept on saying that she has a rich family. Yeah. So I'm wondering, did she really have a rich family or was it the drugs talking? Hmm. Cause every time she said she wants to get out and go back home to her rich family, she would Donna apologize and Donna stay. Would threaten her. I really don't know. Maybe they acted as her, fa- they were like a surrogate family, so like because her family didn't mind her or didn't, didn't really care for her that much, and then she just died. And then that was also like they just skipped that, like that was done in a minute. No, man. Oh. No, the movie it was disjointed, and the the sad part is like after you see all these um loopholes, mm-hmm. you realize if it was really done well, it could have been a great movie. Yeah, because the the subject matter they're dealing with, mm-hmm. it's important to tell that story. That story, it really is. And the cast is already good. Yeah, like they could pull it off. I I just feel like the the directing was not there the writing was not there that i don't even understand what that ending was yeah let's talk about the ending so like in the end <laughs> remember it but that's the thing how did it go from a gold usb to, to the sun disc that are red black and then there were two sun disks because the guy had one and then Zer- Zeribe had another one. Mm-hmm. But then in the end, it shows us um, Donna having another one in her hair. So where did the third Sunday come from? And then notice the amounts they kept throwing around. At first, first they said it was $10, 10 billion US dollars. Yeah. Then the guy, the French guy who was um, doing the... He's not French. He's a black man speaking French. Maybe he is French. They are black French people. I'm no, sorry. shit, Mila. <laughs> and then <laughs> that guy, he said something about 21 million Billion, billion dollars, uh-huh. and then when um the whole um what was it called the confession and everything yep. happened, uh-huh. um Donna said fifteen billion, uh-huh. which means she remained with a difference which was five billion, and then she said who's ready to party, uh-huh. and the part where she said who's ready to party and then Gemma walked out. Uh-huh. It's like Gemma was fed up with the games. Yes, so she walked out. That's the impression it gave, but, but I backed. don't know. Gemma, not Emma. Gemma. Yes. Okay. There's a lot of confusion there. Like what? loopholes. And then Emma came back. Emma left and then she came back. Because I guess she realized she needs the money. Because now Zaribe is no longer on her side. Mm-hmm. Neither is Shegun. But I, where did the third USB come from? Does that mean she knew all along? Yeah, then that means she knew where the money was? The whole time. And then she wants to see these master pimpers in Lebanon. Yeah. Do they know something? Oh, is that the money she's going to pay them? I don't... Ah, nothing makes sense. <laughs> so who are those people? Those two women? Yeah, they did not explain. We just had to guess that they are the master pimpers. Master pimpers. <laughs> that is all right. Okay. <laughs> they're Because it seems on, they have more power than she does. Yeah. Over those... Um, I'm imagining her clients are like politicians, mm-hmm. like big people. So it's like they have power over them. So who are they and what business are they in? I really don't wanna know. Probably trafficking. But, but you know, they are probably is... trafficking. Oh god. Also, why did she go to Lebanon? You know how the Middle East is a hub for trafficking? Hence yes, the Pimpers. Oh. This it doesn't make sense. You know what? We should probably end this review here. Because nothing makes sense at this point. Nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, um, This is an example of... Do you remember those days when you have a group project? Oh, my God. And then everybody... You have like a deadline. So you've all been working on it nobody's really communicating and then then when you show up you're all doing different things yeah and then you must make it somehow come together this is what happened an example of 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 that is this movie the the sad part is it had potential it really did they spent money on those clothes a lot of money and hair and makeup, and the cars and the planes and the trip to Cancun, oh, they really also, spent a lot of money. Also, the trip to Cancun, is like it had what? Just the the boat scene, and then the house in like the dry hills. Yeah, and that was that good. was it. That was a waste. Maybe there was more scenes that they decided to cut out, but that was a waste. Because of money. Because I imagine, because <laughs> I imagine, if you're gonna be bowling in Cancun. That, that was not my idea of bowling in Cancun. I'm sorry. Maybe the box. You remember there was a boxing. Yeah. Uh-huh. No kickboxing. I what believe. What was that about? <laughs> that was so random. See, that's the thing. It gave music video vibes. Just, they were just giving us a montage. No content. No, nothing. Context, we, you mean? No content. <laughs> like it did not <laughs> add to the story for us to see people kickboxing. Yeah. That part was just so random. Randomly placed. We must finish this review. Like, does being wealthy include going to watch matches? I mean, I know people... you think they're trying to show us that they're making it in life? That it is glamorous? Also, let's talk about the title. The title of that movie, I don't know if it's correct. Glamour Girls. Hmm. What do you think? I don't think it's it's fitting. That's again, the tone, they don't know what they wanted to do. They don't know if they wanted to do... Glamour or... Life behind the glamour. Yeah, they don't know what they wanted to do. What would you have titled it? I don't know, but it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> they really did not know if they yeah, want to do. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they were torn between having to show the glamorous life, because I feel like most African film producers like are forced faced to with this dilemma of let us show the glamorous side of Africa, mm-hmm. or let us show the actual image which is a mixture of that because obviously there's people who ball Mm -hmm. and there's people who are really living badly and i feel like because it's a netflix project people want to see people living good life life. but then also i feel like they also wanted to say you know like not all that glitters is gold like these women have to suffer but i feel like the execution was really not it the execution was not they did not understand the assignment (laughs) if they even knew what the assignment (laughs) oh my god i'm sorry people i am so sorry um i know it is hard work to you know put a project like that together um me myself you see i have never worked on S no actually that's a lie i have worked on set and i can tell you this (laughs) joke (laughs) let me stop dissing people um i think they they could do a lot better yes we agree on that right Mm -hmm. um did we make a comment about the camera work yeah we say the camera camera was choppy yeah we say the scenes were disjointed yeah yeah disjointed like music video some Mm -hmm. i don't understand also did you feel did you feel um a sense of a tightness crop yeah there was cropped space it felt closed in there was no expanse like i I, you you saw that Mm -hmm. starting from the beginning like the you could even see sometimes the actors. The actors were forced to act. Within the frame. Within the frame. And you could see they were struggling. Some things needed space. Yeah.
1: The, the shots only, were really close. It really gave time, music video.
0: The only time they gave us like wide shots was when they, they were panning like city shots. Uh, Which we know are usually bought. Anyway... Oh my God! <laughs> Are you cro- gonna criticize them? I'm not criticizing because usually that is bought. So usually it's like third party. Yeah. But it felt very cropped. The the actual scenes, maybe the Cancun boat scenes. Those were a bit wider. But I felt a closeness. A lot of times, I'm like these actors would have needed some like, space. Like the the scene of when Gemma mm-hmm. found out. No no no. When Donna found Gemma. Mm-hmm. With her child, like the morning after, mm-hmm. it's like it was so cropped. We didn't realize there was a dead person on the bed yeah. until she showed... She pointed towards... Yeah. Or either it was intentional... Because we never actually saw the dead body. Yeah, we Because did. they didn't have money for that makeup. No, we actually did. They showed us his face. But it was... But it was, was so cropped, cropped too, because cropped, I don't yeah. even remember. Like the head and chest only. And even when she was holding the child, it mm-hmm. was very... Cropped as well. Yeah. The part where they were... um At the beginning, when... Zeribe the first time we see Zeribe Mm -hmm. that scene was so cropped dude lens are expensive first of all no they could have done better man I feel like the DPs or people who were working with the camera work they have music video background background yeah if this is the first time, you know, you could do better. Anyway, um, that is all from us. Um, so what? Anyway, what's... um, so as we wait for the next... But then you know what? I feel like, not to diss completely, we should always end with the positives. Again. We started with the And we it end was... with the positives. No, like, they dressed well. They did. Makeup was good. Bundles. Mm, the mm, issues mm. that they tackled in the movie were really important. I just wish that they had fleshed them out. Yeah. Because these are things that happened to, you know, like, the Dubai... Nonsense. Yeah. Oh. That is literally what's happening to people. Like you see people um you know, stunting. Is it stunting for the gram? Yeah. But you don't really know how the work they have to go through, the energy, the sacrifice they have to make to make that money. And I f- I feel like that's one of the reasons, one of the driving factors for making that movie. So it's just that the execution really missed the mark you know what that was all from us thank you for joining us for this review of the movie Glamour Girls and um, if you have not watched it yet we have spoiled it for you but you can still see it on Netflix <laughs> yeah like we said they do have great clothes very Woo, wardrobe and styling they understood the assignment yeah they really did okay that is all from us see you on Ooh, our next review Yeah. And we're not even seeing them <laughs> Listen, you can even recommend movies you want us to watch and review. That's actually true. Recommend. Remember, this is a podcast that reviews black and brown films. Yeah, only. We do not do white people. Nonsense. Okay, if you're white, nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. You've been listening to the Two African Girls Review podcast where we review black and brown films, TV, and more. Don't forget to rate, share, and comment on this podcast. If you have more thoughts to share, you can also send us an email at twoafricangirlsreview@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Leave a suggestion on what you'd like us to review next. Until next time.